Welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. On today's show, we're going to be talking about being honest with yourself. A little bit about us, if you're joining us for the first time. So I'm Ian, if you're in Salt Lake City, Utah, that is a lifelong learner with a passion about communications, technology, and finding my zen. And my name is Angela. I also live in Salt Lake City, Utah, obviously. I consider myself a student of life. Oh. Um, yeah. I am a former trainer, manager for a big box retailer. Uh, done many other jobs, but those are my finest achievements. Uh, I'm currently a stay-at-home mom and grandma, and love every second of that, by the way. And a future college student once I get over my math hump. <laughs> math is tricky. Math is I, tricky. I'm that's why I'm a communications person. major myself. I don't math. I, not well, anyways. <laughs> we all have things that we like to do, self-improvement learning new skills. That's a big thing of a part of this quarantine social distancing lifestyle we've been Definitely. pushed into. Definitely. Goals in general. Yeah. So last week we talked about routines. And the power of routines. And, yes, and, and finding it in that. And when we were discussing that, something came up. A couple of things came up, but we kind of marked them for future shows. Yes. And today's discussion, being honest with yourself. And that's a in researching for this a little bit, because I, 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 you know, I knew what I wanted to talk about and my feelings, but it was actually empowering, even just looking into this myself and being honest with myself. I, you know, I like to think I'm pretty honest with myself, but there's always room for improvement. No matter what you're doing. Yeah. And the only way you're going to get better, both kind of came to the same realization as we do our research. And that's the thing is we both do research. We, we go do. our own ways. We bring in our own perspectives. And we talk and we decide, yeah. And, you know, it's just like us sitting together having a discussion. It uh, is. We, we like to talk. Yeah, <laughs> we do. And the thing I love is the, the feedback from our first two shows. Yes. We're, we're only three shows into this now. Yes. It has been very positive. It has been a little overwhelming it for both of us. It kind of has... Um, we're, we're taking this journey and we're taking a chance on this journey. And, you know, when we set out to do this, we wanted to do it for ourselves. But the response has been great. And thank you so much for sticking with us and winding through this journey with us. We, we promise we're going to try to take you somewhere good. I think we will. A lot of people asked, how do we find you guys? So right now, if you go to RadioRonan.com, uh, and th- this is just currently as of this taping. Yes. It's it's going to get better. So we we found out that it does take a little bit to, you don't just post a podcast and it doesn't immediately show up in Correct. iTunes and, <laughs> and Google and all those other places. Right now you go to RadioRonan.com, go under the shows and click on New Day Podcast. And that's how you can find us uh, to listen to us there. And after you listen to us, give the other shows a, a, a try. They're Radio Ronin is Greg's Guide to New Music, The Matt Cave. There are so many good shows on there. There's there's a lot of good sister shows that, that we have joined. And yeah, we feel no matter what your taste are. This network. You can find us on our website, yes. New Day Dash. Put the, sure dash the dash in there. there. Podcast.com, Facebook, New Day Podcast, Instagram, New Day Podcast. Yes. Hopefully a theme here. And we're we will be expanding. Yeah, we're just we kind of getting our, our footing into this. Yes. And we're, we're figuring out the proper ways to engage with Correct. others. And, and please, um, you follow us on Instagram, we'll follow you back. We want to see 
where our fan base is. I who the people are we're interacting with and touching. I love to scroll through stuff. I do and too. See. It's a lot and of fun. It's it's funny seeing how creative people are oh, and yeah. how they're spending their time. It's it's been fun. So please, you know, you follow us, we follow you right back. Um, engage with us. We want that. Yes. So examples of not being honest with yourself. Let's let's delve into this. And and this is gonna be an interesting topic. I think we're yeah, gonna get some feedback on gonna, this one. Yeah. We're a little kind of wondering how the feedback's going to be, but be honest with us. Tell us what you really think of what we say. Examples. First and foremost, things that came out in our routine discussion is saying yes to a project or to someone just to say yes, not acknowledging you maybe don't have time or the bandwidth or the capabilities to handle that right now. Yeah. That, again, I'm going to link back to our last discussion on the power of routines. Um, your routine has to be true to you. You can't, your routine, routines are not uh, one size fits all. Uh, routines are very personal and you need to be honest with yourself. If you're setting a routine that you think is going to impress your boss or Bill Gates or <laughs> Steve Jobs or someone out there that you respect, guess what? You're not being true to you. You're not being honest with yourself. That's not who you are. Your your routines and, and goals need to be catered to yourself. I have a lot of people that when they hear, I start my day, usually, at least Monday through Friday at 4.30 every morning, sometimes a little (laughs) bit earlier depending on the need, but uh, part of it is my my little chocolate alarm clock. Uh, He he loves, I mean, he, he is ingrained in that schedule and he wants up, he wants fed. Now this morning, woke me up, I just... It's a sixth sense, I know, when he's sitting there staring at me, <laughs> if he's not nudging me. So we get up, we do our thing, and then Saturday, Sunday, I actually slept in, which was nice. How nice. I just went back to bed after I fed him. And Nothing wrong with that. Our routines were slightly altered, but I'm still doing the getting ready. I'm still doing right. all my things. And, and that's you're being honest with yourself. That makes you feel good. That uh, works for you. It, it helps me so much. And... Like you're saying, whether it's Bill Gates's routine, Warren Buffett, uh, Steve Jobs, I, I see tons of things out there where it will, you know, this this is the billionaire's lifestyle. Right. And you know what? Let's be honest. It, We're not all going to be billionaires. No. And and being being honest with yourself, saying, do I have the time to ingrain those habits? Maybe it's something you really do want to do. Right. And that's and okay. you're going to make time for it. Right. Be, be true to yourself. In your everyday life, I mean, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna dive in. There's there's quite a few levels here that we want to discuss. And part of that also is admitting maybe you don't want to do something. Oh, that's me, and a lot of things actually. Don't just say yes just to say yes. Is it something you truly want to do? Yeah, and that's that's huge. Uh, from a mom's perspective, I'm gonna give you that real quick. Um, especially in this community and that has, I'm sure each community has their own challenges, but in this one, the power mom routine seems to be what everyone's trying to put out there for everyone. They want everyone to think that they're the perfect mom. Their kid's hair is done every day. Their kids put on clean, well-pressed clothes. They do every sport. They go to every PTA meeting. They go to every extracurricular after-school activity. They take meals into people. They're, you know, there's just, I could keep going. <laughs> I think it's everywhere. I I think back to a show that I, I love to watch. It's one of my, my guilty pleasures, Weeds. Oh. <laughs> and she, she, she had that 
mentality back then. And it was, I need to have this, I need to provide this for my kids. And it was, you know, part of the comedy in that show was how she tried to do that, yet she was dealing drugs on the side. (laughs) I think it's funny because it was set in Southern California. Yeah. So I, I think it is everywhere. Now with this, this kind of dovetails into a couple of things is addictions. Oh yeah, definitely. And addictions don't, look, we're not just talking drugs, alcohol, bad stuff. We're talking addictions in general. Could be to social media, which I think we all get to a degree. Digital, definitely. Uh, Food. Food Uh, is very much a big thing. Oh, it's huge. And I think, honestly, right now, it's a huge thing. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> I it's, you, you see those I, I see them everywhere from memes to videos where people like go to their fridges and open it up and it's like what do you want and <laughs> or what do you want now and it's funny because I have a lot of coworkers that are like oh you know your diet must be dead and I'm like no, no actually I'm, I'm still staying on it and that makes you happy it does and, and, but you've been honest with yourself this is what I want this is who I am and me as far as I think that kind of goes to self image a little bit you have to find what makes you happy like mm-hmm. I used to be the person that did not go out in public unless I looked perfect. From makeup to hair to my clothing, did my shoes match my outfit? Did my and I take great pride in matching, by the way. So. And you look fabulous oh, today, you. and by the way, um, me not so much. You know, <laughs> you know, just that perfect image. And then one day, it like a ton of bricks. It just hit me. I don't have to pretend to be a person I'm not. Guess what? Don't want to wear makeup today. If people don't like the way I look, I really don't care. I don't. I don't know you. I don't, you know, my poor husband has to put up with it. But thanks, Chris. I showed up today with purple hair. Uh, You did. And yesterday... When, when I first saw the picture, I I honest to God thought it was just you took a picture and applied a filter to no, it. totally. My hair. He, and Ian it, can, is, it is now purple. It is very purple. Um, me and the grandkids and my son did quarantine hair yesterday. They don't have to go back to school, so we're trying to make it fun. We're trying to, you know, have a good time with it. I think most grandmas would be like, you what? How could you do that? Guess what? That's who I want to be. That's I want purple hair for a month. I'm going to have purple hair for a month. I have a good friend that does hair and she set up a shop and she posted, you know, why not have fun with color while you're stuck in your home? And so she's, it's temporary color. It's gone in a month. Yeah. Try, try different things out. Part of this addiction, again, kind of rolling through things here, relationships, toxic relationships, no matter whether it's with a significant other Mm -hmm. or a friend or even a circle of friends. Family member, siblings parents. I mean, we could go, you could delve in. Toxic you and I have both in general. Yeah. talked about this for a long time. We have. Uh, it's, we were both raised in, uh, in, in the Mormon faith, LDS. LDS. Is that the right word? Maybe? Uh, anyway, the Mormon faith. We'll just call it the Mormon it, faith. That's what people are always going to know it as, no matter exactly. what, what they announce a name is. And it, not to be disrespectful, but it's no, just it's how not. people know it. No, yeah. We're, 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 we're just trying to make people understand because you know, we have an audience outside of Utah, too. So. Uh, actually, we have more people outside we of Utah than do. we do inside of Which Utah is listening. interesting, yeah. Uh, the, the power of the internet. That's right. When we talk about toxic relationships, I'm not saying that these are bad people. These are just relationships no. that don't serve us or the other person well. Correct. In other words, you are creating an image of somebody you are not to be able to form a good relationship with these people. I'm going to be a little open here. This is a little interesting because my dad just started listening to my podcast, but I think he'd be okay with me talking about this. I had a pretty bad relationship with my parents 
for quite a few years to the point where we were not even in each other's lives because there was some things going on that's personal that I won't talk about, but we'll relate it to what this podcast is about, me being honest with myself. Didn't want to go to church anymore. I just, it it was not serving me. It was a me being honest with myself moment that I was not happy going to church. It was more stressful than it was engaging for me. I didn't know that I truly wanted to hear what they were saying. There were many reasons. Um, Part of it goes to the honesty of, am I doing this for myself? Right. Is this something that is going to help me, or is it something I am doing for someone else? Right, and that's where I was. Um, My husband has never been a member of that church. Uh, He's never really gone to church. He always supported me in it, but he could tell that it definitely was not serving me the way you know, it does others. It does others. And that's good. If that f- brings you peace and happiness, you know what? I'm happy for you. But that created a little bit of my, my, my dad feeling like as the patriarch of the family, he needed to make sure his children were all going to church, believing the same belief system because he felt like that was his job. Well, guess what? Oldest daughter decided that wasn't for her. And it created quite a divide in our relationship for quite a few years. And part of that was me just being willing to stick to being true to myself. Um, I was willing to do it and yeah, you know what? It created some toxicity, but my dad came to me, uh, last year, sadly after my mom had passed away, I wish we could have worked things out before, but that's another topic and said, Angie, I love you. You need to be true to you. Your family needs to be true to who they are and we're okay. I just want to be a part of your life. So see, it was toxic. We went away from each other. We both found ourselves honestly, and now we're back. So, I mean, there can be some good that comes out of it. There's progress that comes out of it. Part of, I think, why we hold on to relationships that aren't behooving us are, another part is being afraid of failure. Yes. And and that's the smokescreen we put out there. Failure is a huge part of life. It's how we learn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent. We cannot. And we do definitely live in a society where if you're not perfect at something the first time out, then you're just, who are you? I mean, you know, the smokescreen image, I, I liken it to be naked. I don't like being naked, okay? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even want to be naked in the shower. I don't love my body. I don't like being out there. But being honest with yourself is like stripping away all your clothing and all those negative things. And who am I really? What am I really? You know, who do I want to be? Am I okay if I fail? Yeah. I am. I've reached that point, but that's maturity to some extent too. It is. There, there's a speaker that that I know both you and I know, Gary V, yes. Gary Gary Vaynerchuk <laughs> out there, who I I love and adore. The first time I saw him, it, it really shocked me. It was down in Las Vegas. I went to a conference that my job had sent me to. He walks out on stage to this full auditorium of people, and I had never heard of him before. And he walks out and he just starts dropping his his you know as Utah calls it the f bomb. <laughs> And I loved it. It was one of the best talks I'd ever heard because he was genuine. Genuine and honest. And you could tell he believed every single word he said. And you had a lot of people. I I was outside of the Utah bubble where back east, that is almost a word that, you know, it it is the word. It's an everyday word. I was like, you know, A, this is, I'm I'm part of that tribe. I get it. I love what he's saying. And and I still do. I, I watch his stuff and listen to it quite frequently. But he talks about failure is a huge part of the learning experience and how you're going to get good at anything. 
Yeah, it can be a struggle to uphold that image that you think people need to see of you. Swearing is what made me think of that. I'm sorry, I kind yeah. of segued weird there, but I'm a person, do I swear all the time? No, I don't. Do I swear? Yes. Do I use it in everyday language? Yes. But I feel like people think I'm more genuine because I just, I'm me. <laughs> I just, that image of, guess what, you know what, I am going to swear once in a while. There's studies that say, actually, people, people that will argue with me that I know, yes. that do argue <laughs> with me on this, people actually trust people who swear more <laughs> because they, they understand and they can tell when you're forcing it. Oh, yeah. But they can also tell when you're being genuine. Right. And, and I feel it. like that's that's what it is. But I mean, sometimes that struggle to uphold who we people think we are creates the toxic relationships to yeah. some extent. And it's not necessarily their fault. It's just as much your fault because you aren't true to what you want for you. And you've put that out there. And now it's created a problem. I was watching a talk recently. I mean, I, I watch a ton of them anyways. This one talked about there's that rule that to be a master of something, you have to put in 10,000 hours. <laughs> to actually be good at it, 20 to 40 hours, and you'll you'll actually have the right. basics oh, and, and yeah. be decent at it. I will liken that to learning how to edit this podcast <laughs> and get it on the air. I've now spent probably 20 to 30 hours total going through the motions and learning things, and I just... We had to restart because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention and we didn't hit record the first time. No, this is take two. The the funny thing is how much it is still the same as what we said before. <laughs> it it is, was great because practice. Because I think I both knew what we wanted to say yeah. in this one. We I feel like this one really hit home for both of us because Ian and I, I think one of the reasons we get along so well and that we're such good friends is we've always been 100% true to ourselves around each other. It's it's raw honesty, and, and to and we, say, and you're, we both respected that out of each other, and we can truly be ourselves. With a lot of people that have known me long term, it's when people can ask me something, and I turn around and go, "Yeah, that's cool," or "That's stupid," yeah. and and the fact that they can do it back to me. Uh, I I think yes. you and I have both had that experience with each other. We have, and we've discussed show topics. We yes. don't always agree right away on what we want to talk about. But we'll each kind of say it and we'll be like, oh, okay, cool. And yeah. and we maneuver around that. We do. I, I'm grateful that that actually has been a point that people have brought out yes. already. Yes. Going back to toxic relationships, do we always know when we're not being true to ourselves in those relationships? No. No, we don't. There's there's blinders. There is. We put on. Sometimes you want that relationship so bad that you don't even know yourself that you're putting this image out there. And I feel like that can kind of segue into... Something else we both wanted to talk about, and that is social media and the negative image. That is the can a addiction, it, b it toxic relationship. Yes, with either a community or an yeah. image that you're putting out there. There's also when you're curating. It's funny because I see this a lot where you're curating an image, a yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been pointed out that a lot of the social media influencers that have been around for a couple of years that curate the perfect job, the oh, perfect. Yeah life, the perfect Body, partner, makeup, yeah, you name all it. of it yeah. are being hosed right now <laughs> because are. you can't put something out from a couple of years ago that you put together and you're like, oh, look at my wonderful lifestyle. Right now, everybody is struggling, no matter who you are. There's not a person that's not. No. Uh, in, in some fashion or another. This ties into another point that you and I were talking about when we were prepping was there's things when you're trying to be honest with yourself that you don't want to show others, mm. but what becomes infinitely more important as we go down this road is you don't even want to see yourself 
Correct. And we both talked about this. Recently gotten a lot of new uh, friends on Facebook and followers on Instagram, um, basically because of this. And I have invited people to look into who I am. I, we both have. Yes. Just so everyone knows, I used to be extremely outspoken on Facebook about many topics. And one day I just decided I was losing friends and I was like, oh my gosh, people don't like me. And so I went back and curtailed my Facebook to what I thought people wanted. Funny me, funny memes, life stuff that wasn't true to me. And I'm back being just as outspoken as I ever was. You know what? I don't care if I lose friends. I don't care if I lose followers. I'm me and I have to be me. Authenticity. Again, Gary V (laughs) brings that out. and, And guilty. When Instagram, I mean, I made sure the picture was perfect. It portrayed what I wanted perfectly perfect vacation, the perfect camping trip, you know, you name it. I'm not there anymore. In fact, we were discussing this. I've actually gone back and deleted some of that stuff because that's not me. I've gone through and cleaned some stuff up. One, I, you, you go back and you look at memories in Facebook. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I look back to over 10 years when I first joined <laughs> versus now. And it, it's crazy. Back then you always kind of talked about yourself in the third person. <laughs> I did. Ian totally. is doing this. It was funny. It was because I did the same thing because I think that's because of the prompt it used to be there because I'd be yes. like, is is busy being a mom today. And it was. It revolved around <laughs> posting what your action is. It did. And it was, It was like, as I look back on it now, I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I I go through and I clean some of it up. Because yeah, it's like, too. I'm making breakfast. Who cares? Nobody cared then. Nobody cares now. They care even less now. <laughs> Thinking about that that honesty piece with yourself. Yeah. A- am I being dishonest by getting rid of some of the stuff? No. No. But also, do I necessarily need to put everything out there now? Yeah. And... And we'll, we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. I think one of the biggest things of being honest with yourself, especially in this time right now, is yeah. is everybody, you're, you're essentially locked up with yourself. You are. And, and you may not be happy <laughs> with what you see. I mean, this is kind of, people have noticed that selfies have gone down on Facebook. Do you see as many people posting selfies and pictures? I do not. I don't, but I think it depends on the person too. Right, and, and how genuine they are. Yes. But you've got a lot of these women who can't get their hair colored right now. They can't makeup, Botox, liposuction, you name it, the things that we can't do. We've actually had to undress ourselves a little bit and be true to, oh, you know what? This is who I am. <laughs> Again, is... why the influencers are not <laughs> exactly, having their day right exactly. now. Exactly. This is who I am. And that it can also be on a, and, and I'm being on a cosmetic, I'm talking cosmetic level right now, but peeling away those layers, sometimes it's got to start with that image of yourself first before you can look inside. When you're doing this, asking yourself, am I okay? A- am I okay with how things are? Am I okay with where I am going? And being okay with the answers you get. There will be days, oh. no, I'm not okay. No, that's been happening to me a little bit recently, but actually physically exhausted at the end of the day. Like to the point where I'm like, what did I do all that much today? Why am I so, I didn't go run errands. I didn't, why am I so exhausted? And then as I am honest with myself and start to write things down, how my day went, talk, sometimes I just talk into a recorder. For me, it's just absolutely exhausting to pretend to be somebody I'm not. And that's kind of where I am. I don't want to pretend to be that person anymore. And then I'm mad at myself. I beat myself up for, why did you act that way? Why did you pretend that you wanted to take that meal into somebody when you just didn't have time? This whole process requires, I came across this term as I was looking through things and reading stories and articles and things. The term radical honesty kept popping up. It's a good one. 
because I, I see radical honesty and, and there's there's a lot of other variations of it out there. In order to get the most out of whatever we're doing and especially being honest with yourself, radical honesty with yourself, it is difficult. Very. It is draining. Oh, extremely draining. Once you get to that point, yeah, it's a big leap. It is. I struggle emotionally and... You know, actually, this just happened the other night. My husband took something I said and rolled his eyes at me and kind of, this kind of goes into relationships. Whereas in the past, he probably would have hidden that and not rolled his eyes at me. And I honestly probably wouldn't have said what I said in the past, but we were both being honest with ourselves and what we wanted to say and how we wanted to react. And guess what? We're a little better because of it. It actually ended up being a good thing for us. When we're starting to be honest with ourselves, one thing I think is, we, we don't really seem to understand in the moment. It's real easy to ignore your flaws oh, yeah. or, or things that we don't want to know about ourselves. Oh, so much so. <laughs> you know, I kind of in the spirit of going through things. So I, being a gay person, I grew up in Wyoming oh. <laughs> back in the 90s uh, when I was in high school. Growing up, I grew up in the time of Matthew Shepard. Oh, yeah. In in Wyoming, which oh, yeah. was a very scary time. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's certain things I did not want to recognize in myself, about myself, of myself. And so I compartmentalize those things and put them away. Yeah, we. I think we all do that. And, and we absolutely do, no matter what it is. I, to this day, still have things that I kind of go, I'm not ready to deal with that right now. And I package it and I put it away. I, I'm yeah. huge with compartmentalizing my life. Yeah, you know what? I think more of us are than we care to admit, honestly, on that. And I kind of feel like I stack things up in a priority and say, I'm going to work on this, so uh-huh. I'm going to unlock this box, open <laughs> it up, and and the unpackaging is is rough. No, it's, it's very uh-huh. rough. You're right. Even, even over the last year and a half, I've made some pretty big monumental changes in my life, my views, and how I approach things, and I think that goes to that discussion I've had with you and with Chunga <laughs> and a few other friends where yes. it's like, you have mellowed out, and I'm like, part of it is... I'm really focusing my energy on certain areas. Right. And, and I think that's true of all of us. It's not so much about everybody else. Right now, it's about me. And I, I'm going to continue down that path. And I think it's healthy for all of us to do that. It is. It is. That's actually, it is healthy. I mean, I don't, part mentalizing things can actually be good. Because you're admitting to yourself that I can't handle it all right now. And I need to just deal with this compartment right now in my life. And I will get back to this. I'm mm-hmm. not ignoring it. I'm just saying right now, I can't deal with it. So you put it away. And I think we all do that. And that's not unhealthy. This goes back to that schedule we talked about last was I block things. I, I put things into time blocks and I'm going to focus on this at this time. Yesterday, I spent a large part of the day working on school stuff because we're down to the wire. Yeah, I, I've got one end. more final project <laughs> to do uh, for, this, for this term anyways. I just kind of put my phone down, I put it away, I put email away, yeah. and, and focused on the tasks at hand. And it's because school means a lot to me. Yeah. I want to do well. I want to maximize what I'm learning in these classes. That's before I had that box out of school stuff kind of in front of me, and <laughs> yeah. I was working on that. Things I didn't want to do, but honestly, I want to do well, so I'm going to do it. Part of this journey that I, everybody goes through when they're starting to be honest with themselves is First and foremost, you have to do an evaluation of yourself. And that can be very hard. It's um, it's tough. 
I, yeah, I, I don't have a simple step for you on how to get around that. You are going to have to feel things and you're going to have to accept things. It requires that you make a choice. It does. It is a choice. And, yeah, that's and through a, that's this, a... and through this process though, you get to start, you don't get to, you have to, Yes. you have to start listening to your feelings and there's feelings that will make you uncomfortable in this process. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And is this really me? Is this who I am? <laughs> and and you have to be accepting of that. Both the good, the bad, you know, the pretty, the ugly. There's there's always going to be th- this two-sided nature of everything. Oh, definitely. And accepting it and saying, okay, there's these good things and, and understanding there are good things with the bad things. Oh yeah. Oh and that's true, I believe, of anything, if you if you want me to be honest. Um but through this process, you'll become a better person out of it. Yeah. You'll be able to work on things. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Going through this, admitting that there's mistakes. We've all made mistakes. We're all going to continue to make mistakes. Oh, yeah. That's never going to change. You can't deflect it. You can't minimalize yeah. the the mistake. You, you just have to simply acknowledge, this was the mistake. Yes. I'm not going to do it again. And kind of along those lines, when you are a person who wants to blame everybody else for things, and don't accept personal responsibility. That's part of that journey. Acknowledging that you have failed. You didn't do something. And it's not somebody else's fault necessarily. It's your fault. Going through and, and looking at this, understanding, acknowledging the mistakes, the feelings, yes. it, it's all it's all part of it. And that's part of a goal-setting process. Correct. It's, and, and this is where we're trying to tie it back a little bit to the power of routines. Yes. Um, you know, these things are all going to build on themselves. At least that's what our hope is. We may venture off in a different direction sometimes just simply because of things going on in life. I just feel like this was such a, a topic. We both agreed on this one, and there's just so much to unpack. I hope we can well, get and, to it all. And um, I think part of this is when, when you're going through the self-evaluation and the self-honesty is you need to be very straightforward with it. Yes. You You need to keep it very simple. It's very easy to overanalyze. And, and I think a lot of us, I know I have that nature of, I will try to overanalyze things. And I try to really step back now and go, this is what it is. It it is, it is only this. It's only a mistake. It's only a failure in this. Right. And I think that will take us back to even our first episode where we talk about anxiety, knowing what triggers anxiety, overanalyzing and overthinking things is huge triggering anxiety. So if you can make sure that you're not doing that, you're not like, I know for me, I will replay a conversation in my head with somebody over and over and over because I walked away with a weird feeling that the conversation didn't go perfectly. Now, do I need to do that every night before bed? No. Was I honest in my conversation? Yes. And if you are, put it away, let it go. Just be honest, be you, and don't overanalyze why things went the way they did. Not everything needs to be psychoanalyzed. No, it doesn't. And, and this is getting, get somebody else involved in this process. Agreed. It, it can be very, very helpful. And whether that is your, your listening to things to gain skills. Yeah. Or you are going to engage a close friend or a life coach. Yes. Or somebody that you have in your life that you trust is absolutely fine. I, I oh, think yeah. people kind of have a fear of, well, if I'm going to do this, I can't let anybody else in. No, somebody you trust. Right. Make sure it's someone you trust. Value their opinion and value their input. 
into your life. Keeping in thought of, is this person going to have my best interests? You know, don't, don't include somebody that maybe is a very superficial friend. Right. I, I think you got to be a little wise. You do. In, in what you're picking there. Uh, be humble through the process and be realistic. Yeah, humble and realistic is huge. That was definitely something that I know for me is the realistic part is really hard because, like you said, you can overanalyze everything. You can try to unpack too much at once. Keep it real. Keep it small and just adjust as you need to. There's a lot to be said for different relationships and different ways this can be involved in your life from religion to how you appear to friends to how you appear with your spouse, your children, neighbors, neighbors, um, communities, circles of friends, your, you know, your boss. Professionally, it can be extremely exhausting to put on this image of who you aren't because mm-hmm. you want to impress your boss you want to impress your coworkers. And we do live in a world where image means a lot. I think that's why some people have found it so empowering to work from home. Yes. Is they actually are enjoying that part of it, of, of it because they don't have to put on that image anymore. No, I, I can limit yeah. it to the interaction at the right. time. Part of it for me is when you're in an office environment. Yeah. Somebody walks up to you, you have to deal with that right then and there. You do. Where Whether you want to or not. Yeah. And I I love the fact that I can just hunker <laughs> down and focus on a task at hand. Yeah. Again, that time blocking that I do. Right. And and focus on what really needs to get done. And if I don't answer an instant message right then. It's okay. If I don't answer an email, I actually close my email program down when I'm working on things just so I don't get distracted because I know right. once I do, I'm going to have to re-engage with it later and it's going to take a while. Yes, and, and there's a lot of truth to that. Well, I was just going to say, and part of this is practice. This is not going to oh, be yeah. a one-and-done thing. <laughs> I wish, but no. This is something that i kind of been going down this path for about a year and a half, a little over a year and a half now. I'm still practicing at things. I am oh, still yeah. learning things about my meditation practice, my mindfulness meditation practice, I do. There's things that I re-examine every night, um, every day as I do it, depending on what time of day I do it. There's skills that I am constantly having to re-practice. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. There's different things that I have to remind myself. So be patient with yourself. Yes, understand that's huge. that. This is this is not something that we are taught. This is not something we do by default. No. In fact, we're actually taught the opposite, I yes. think. I think putting an image out there, there's a lot of reasons for that. Part of it is just maybe as we grow up, our parents aren't comfortable being honest with who they are. Like, I, feel, I would say that even goes back. You look at yeah, TV. It's true. Um, TV 50 at, to 70 it, years ago. Leave it to Beaver yep. versus the show Shit's Creek. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was not swearing. That's the name of the show. Oh, it's but, a great show. <laughs> um, Netflix. Uh, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> watch it. If you want to laugh, watch it. The last, my journey's five years, I would say, okay. is where I'm at. And honestly, the catalyst to that, and this is not to be sad, was losing my sister. Came out of nowhere. None of us had any warning. She woke up, had an ear infection, said if she didn't feel good, she was going to go to the doctor. And the next day she was in a coma. Brain dead. No, no nothing we could do about it. But that's when my journey began, because that's when relationships with my family changed. And I had to acknowledge that 
we didn't have a great relationship as a family. <laughs> we just didn't. And my sister passing away brought that all up to the surface. Mm-hmm. I started to make adjustments in my life of who I wanted to be, being honest with myself. I feel like in the last five years, I have been more open and honest of who I am than I ever have in my life. Like I said, purple hair, no makeup, not getting dressed up every day, being honest with my kids, not pretending I'm the perfect parent that has all the perfect advice, mistakes, letting them know I make mistakes, things like that. That's kind of part of the journey. And part of that process and that growth is acknowledging what you do know and what you don't know. Oh, yeah, that's huge. And are you willing to invest the time to to begin to understand that and to learn it? Yeah. For me, I talked about the compartmentalizing. I lock it away. Yeah. I'm not ready to unpack this right now. Right. I'll deal with this later. Right. I'm going to focus on A, B, and C. I mean, that's okay to do. Again, I'm going to go back to social media because I feel like social media has some good and it has some bad. Right now, it's great because you're interacting with people and... <laughs> it's a way to be connected. Still feel like you're living and being connected, exactly. When we go through this, we, we recognize what we don't know. We go right. through and we have that radical okay. honesty with ourselves. We go through and we start looking at objectively, what is it I need to be honest with myself? And part of this becomes a journey of self-acceptance. Yeah, and that's where I was going with the social media thing. Your friend is going to post something. And it's their opinion. There's no fact base to it, but there's somebody you really like and respect. So you say to yourself, well, you know, maybe I should mold myself to who they think I am. Okay. But maybe acknowledging that that's their opinion and, hey, you know, my eyes are open. I'm going to go look into that a little more. I'm going to see what's real, what's not real, things like that. That's part of the journey. You know, I've got friends that are going to still be portraying somebody they're not. And you need to be willing to look into that. And analyze that. And are they really that person? Is that someone I want to try to keep having that relationship with? I can honestly say I've gone through evaluations and friendships and relationship and everything else. And there's there's certain relationships in my life that I'm like, you know what? It is worth me, it were worth my effort and worth my time. Yes. Uh, for me to Hopefully cultivate. It's great. Is I go through and look. There's other things that I just like. This doesn't serve me or them. It doesn't. Earlier today, very different world. I don't want to necessarily call them beliefs. I, a lot of these are based on fact. But there is a, a, a gentleman that I, I've known through back clear in the radio station days, when yeah. I used to help at the end, and he was he was part of that group where he added me because of that. And he was out shopping at Sam's Club shopping, and he, he thought it was entertaining to be flipping off the sign that talks about COVID-19 and oh, keeping see, distance yeah. from people. And he's like, I am so tired of hearing this from people. Well, it's being said because it needs to happen. Correct. You know, that, that's great that he's, he's tired of hearing it. You know, do I necessarily want to hear it everywhere I go? No. No, none of us do anymore. But I really thought about it, and I was like, you know, he and I have not had real interactions in many years. <laughs> There's a lot of truth. To and I was like, you know what? Yeah. You're yeah. done. And, and took him out. And it wasn't that I value him. I, I, I appreciate the fact that he has opinions. I have opinions. Right. And they're and not always going to be the same opinion. No. And that's okay. But I also thought back to over the last five years, I've only had, I think, maybe one interaction with this person. Yeah. Maybe. And it may be longer than that. It's okay. 
He's he can go do what he's going to do. He can go Correct. say what he's going to say. He can believe what he want to believe, and I'm going to do the same. But by taking him out of this circle, correct, is it doing any harm or any damage? No. Right, and and I think there's a lot of truth to that. I don't know. My social media is extremely divided between the people who think this is all a hoax. We shouldn't be worrying about it. We're being lied to. You know, and then there's me. I'm out wearing my mask because I've looked into it, and it's what scientists and doctors have asked us to do well and also your your husband is a medical professional is a nurse at the va hospital and it's something that we have been asked to do and not just for ourselves we have to acknowledge and understand that we are a global community and things we do do impact other people and i think that's one of the biggest lessons we've learned from this pandemic is that our actions affect everyone around us right now you know what i'm going to wear my mask when i go out public because I can be carrying it and not know it and pass it along to someone else. You know what? I get made fun of for wearing my mask. When I was at the store the other day, I was one of only three people in the entire grocery store that was wearing a mask. And you know what? People were laughing at me. Oh, look, another person that believes. Okay, you know what? That's great. I was comfortable enough with myself to know that's what I needed to do. And I did it, and I'm fine with it. If you don't want to, don't. (laughs) I'm just going to put a plea out there that we're doing it for the better of all, but that's my opinion on that matter. And you're not going to necessarily agree with me. Look at interactions, actions. Yes. So so we kind of go over what we've talked about. Self-acceptance is a huge part of this. It is huge. And that's a hard one to come to. And, and it requires honesty. It does. 100% honesty with yourself. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Is this who I want to be? Is there something I want to be different? And, and going through that evaluation process think it's time to issue the challenge of the week. Let's do the challenge. That, that we do. So last week's was to analyze and build a routine. Yes. So and we're going to build on that. <laughs> we're, we're, we are. And this is maybe you're going to go back, and, and I would encourage you, go back and reevaluate after you've done this next one. Yes. I want you to make time in that routine to go back and have time for reflection on yourself, your actions, who you are. So you can start down this path of honesty with yourself. And even simplify that a little bit. Is my routine true to me? Yes. Is that... that is that's this, question one. Exactly. Is my routine true to me? Because if it's not, you need to change it and you need to make it true to you. People right now, the biggest goal they can do is getting up, showering, getting dressed, cleaning their house, getting the kids schooling done and making time to read, making time to learn, and then being done. Does that look like something that you think billionaire Warren Buffett would do in a day? Probably not. But is it true to you? Absolutely. Great. That's what you need to do. After you've done this and and you've put some time aside for that, write it down. Yes, please. Whether, and it could be physical paper. It can. Could be you put voice notes in your phone. It could be whatever your method is for keeping track of things. Little case in point there, Ian's looking at typed up notes that he printed and I've got handwritten scribbles. That's how we both prefer to do things. And that's fine. Neither one's right. Neither one's right. I love to, I I type myself up one because I go back and look at stuff and it's easy for me to go through lots of notes. I I find it just helps. So a lot of the time I'll handwrite it out. I'll then go put it in the computer and it's just one more way. It's how I do it in school actually. And I like as to, far as note taking, I like to handwrite when I'm doing stuff like this. Now, journaling, I do not handwrite that. That is all typed or voice. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting. You know, I, I just thought it was funny to look at that as we're talking yeah. about Ian's looking at typed notes and I'm looking at handwritten notes. 
as you go through and write it down, record it, you know, yes. however you want to say that, look for somebody that you trust. And, and yeah. we talked about this earlier, where you can bring them into this process and have them help you through this. And, and I'm going to further that. Someone you trust and someone you're true to yourself around. Yes. Because not not somebody that you're you going to modify. You trust someone, but still not be showing them the true you. So like, I'm going to say my husband. He knows who I am. He knows the good, the bad, the ugly, the terrible. And he's I can bounce things off of him. And he's the same with me. Now, when he bounces ideas off of me, am I instantly, yes, that's what you should do. Or do I give him, challenge him a little bit? Okay, you know what? Here's a different way to look at that. Or here's a, and he does the same for me. And that's a good thing. As you engage somebody in this, let them understand that this is not going to be a one and done. This is going to be an ongoing process. Right. It's a process. And as I indicated, build it into your routine. Make it a daily practice. Yeah, definitely. Continue to do it. Again, it's not going to be one and done. It's not. It should be a meandering process. It's going to be tough, but it will get easier the more you do it. It will. It, it actually becomes kind of a subconscious thing you do every day, I guess, to some extent. It becomes habit. It does, and that's a good thing. That's going to be the challenge. Yes. Please, it's a great challenge. Uh, we're, we're going to throw it out there. Uh, I've, I've got some things that we can, we can post Continue to be part of this conversation. Yes, let us please. let us know how it's going for you. Uh, maybe there's something you want to share that, you know, I discovered this about myself and please, through this process. We, we want those kind of interactions, especially like on our Facebook. If you had some positive aha moment af based on something we have talked about, let us know. We want to hear about it. If you want to add to something we've said, like we want you to be a part of this conversation. We are just having a conversation let us know. Have part of the conversation. Post it. And hear from you. if there's ideas you have or questions you want to ask or something that you want us to look at for future shows, you can contact us through any of the socials that we mentioned. Correct. You can also email us at questions at newday-podcast.com. The nice thing is we're actually getting a lot of interactions even on our website. There's not much there right now. We're going <laughs> to continue to add to it. We each have our little chores. Ian's the web page tech guy, and I'm doing the social. social. The social. <laughs> so please submit to, submit questions, thoughts, concerns to us, and we, we appreciate you taking time to spend with us yes. and to learn from each other through this process, and that's why we're here. For and you. Just remember, every day is a new day, and every day there's new challenges, and you can do it. So please, uh, we look forward to hearing what your successes are, and we will see you next week. See you next week. 